so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Gosh, did you hear anything of what I said? Today is a beautiful day. I am in the back of a, of a box truck, broadcasting from the back of a box truck, because I, unlike some vegan YouTubers who aren't even doing any activism, I'm going to tell you, you know who I mean. I'm out here at the University of Michigan. I'm in front of the University of Michigan, and we had to come super early in order to park our truck. This is the virtual reality mobile studio funded or landed by landed by PETA too. I'm very excited about doing it as always. I'm I'm we got a big day ahead of us. First day at University of Michigan. Go Wolverines! But um, because of that, we had to wake up really early, and I was like, oh, we have to park at 8 a.m. No problem. I will do the show from the back of a truck. Um, that, so that's where we are. We are in front of the University of Michigan in the back of a box truck waiting to go, uh, waiting to do some activism where we will put people in this very chair. We'll put people in this chair and, and send them to Mars with aliens who do who abduct them. The, the aliens abduct them and, and then they give them mouth. Uh, they, they put things in their mouths and they, they do all sorts of horrible things to them. And uh, you learn what it's like on the other side of the scalpel to see if you possess any empathy at all at all have you been kidnapped i've been kidnapped by PETA. i've been kidnapped by PETA. everybody you know there's a place called uh so we drove up here on saturday and there was a farmer's market and the PETA people were at this place called detroit street detroit detroit street filling station which is apparently the only all vegan restaurant aside from cineholic that is all vegan so i was really excited to go but when we got there they're like no it's too busy you guys have to go you've been taking the table too long and i'm like uh well surely i'll find a better vegan place than this fuck this place so we i left and i didn't buy anything um yesterday on saturday on sunday we went around we went to the we went to barn sanctuary barn sanctuary met tom if you guys haven't you guys there was they had a show on animal planet um, Barn Sanctuary was so, so cool. It's called Saved by the Barn was the name of their show. And I got to meet Mike, which was, who's a, who is a, uh, a bull who has lots of deformities. He's got one horn that does this. I got to meet, meet creepy Steve, the goat, who is very affectionate, maybe a little too affectionate. That's why they call him creepy Steve. I got to meet all of the turkeys and chickens and the pigs. They all have names, but I don't remember most of them. Gary, I, I, we had a, there was a blind goat who walks around in circles and finds you and then wants to be pet. They're so fat. They're such a wonderful experience over at Barn Sanctuary. I highly recommend it. I think it's great. I also think 
you know, uh, you should start a sanctuary. <laughs> Everyone should start a sanctuary from now on. That's the that's the new that's the best form of activism. Everyone should start a sanctuary. Stealth mode sky, exactly. Jackie Boyle's in the house. <laughs> Don't probe me, bro. Don't probe me, bro. A lot of people think that we're going to abduct them. It's funny because the show this show is called abduction, and we have people asking, like, oh my gosh, can you abduct me now? I'll never bring me back. <laughs> no. Um, but people today I was packing up the truck and it was really early in the morning and this gray haired gentleman who I think seemed managerial from the hotel, he starts shouting at me and I'm like, huh? He's shouting at me and I'm like, what, what do you want? Shout some more. So I walk my ass over to him and I'm like, huh? And he goes, welcome to earth. That was what he, yeah, that was the welcome to earth. And I said, Go vegan, you blood mouth carny. No. <laughs> go, go vegan, you blood mouth, you animal abuser. No, I didn't say that. I should have. I went, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome to Earth. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. I had an old rooster sanctuary. They all died of old age, and I haven't rescued anymore. Jean, that doesn't surprise me that you had a rooster sanctuary. You're the best vegan ever. You get extra You get extra PETA points for that. You get 10, 10 extra PETA points to, to Jean. Yes, uh, I wish that I had um, the time, inclination, and land to do something like this. But and, and you know, finances is an issue as well. Tom had spent most of his life in uh, what do you call it? Pharmaceuticals and pharmaceuticals. The pharmaceutical in industry is an animal testing industry, and he's really against animal testing. He's only been vegan for seven years, but he's had the um, He's had the sanctuary for six years, and so you can kind of do the math on that. And I'm just really impressed by Tom and his twin sons who are out there doing the real work, bringing people to bringing, bringing rescue animals. It's so, so amazing. And the pigs, the pigs were really cute. They're 800-pound beasts, and they're just sleeping. They sleep 17 to 18 hours a day. They're like, uh, like greyhounds or something. You know, they're so cute. They're just... Just lie down, just just sleep the day away. That sounds like a great day to me. I'd be happier than a pig in with fans on me. They have fin they have fans on them. Yeah. Greetings from Galway. It's always nice to see you, Paul Campbell. Thank you so much. The word of the day. Do you know what the word of the day is? Do you know what the word of the day even is? It's a good one. I don't know how we're gonna use it in our activism, but I'm gonna try. The word of the day is confection. I think I just figured out a way because most confections are not vegan. I can't ever find vegan confections. And now the holidays are here and I can't find vegan confections. Confection usually refers to a sweet prepared food item to be eaten as a treat, but it can also refer to the act or process of confecting something. In other words, preparing or assembling it. In addiction, confection can refer to medical preparation, usually made with sugar, syrup, or honey. Oh, I never knew that. A work of fine or elaborate craftsmanship, or a light but entertaining theatrical, cinematic, or literary work. Would I think that maybe wouldn't something like Fast and Furious be a confection, a confectionary cinema? I think so. Just a little piece of candy. Don't think about it too much. It's not worth it. Just don't think anything about it. Once you go see a Fast and the Fur Furious movie. Just turn off the old thinker. Just turn it right off. It doesn't mean anything anymore. 
I'm so sad about your roosters dying. But, you know, they died of old age, so that's good. Their mouths watered the side of their delicious cakes and other confections. He's famous for liking corn, but right now, all Tariq can think about is cotton candy. Spun Sugar's confection was awaiting him in the kitchen. All right. As a wise blue monster with a famous sweet tooth once noted, C is for cookie. <laughs> and sure, that's good enough for us, but sometimes the moment calls for a wide variety of delectables. Not just cookies. In such times... You might remember that C is also for confection. Confection is a word that refers to something confected that is put together from several different ingredients or elements. Often confections are sweet and edible, but confections can also be used to refer to finely worked piece of craftsmanship. Hmm. Finely worked piece of craftsmanship. In other words, the lacy boxing tin and chocolate confections could be a confection itself. Tracing back to the Latin verb confiteri. To carry out, perform, bring out, collect, co director, complexion, completion. Confection entered Middle English, the word confession, meaning preparation by mixing ingredients, sometimes something prepared by mixing, such as a medicine, dish, or food, and has since taken on additional, often figurative meanings in English ensuing centuries, as in the beloved musical confection, C is for cookie. Ah, cookie monster. C is for cookie. Cookie Monster only eats rice cakes now, I hear. But, you know, Cookie Monster. Of course, we have an active campaign against the Jim Henson Company because they use feathers in their... They use dead animals to decorate their puppets. We'd like them to stop using dead animals to decorate their puppets. What if they only find the feathers? Well, they're not just finding the feathers. They're ripping the feathers out of animals, ripping them out while they're alive, boiling them alive, electrocuting them. And then they sell the rest for meat. That's what the Jim Henson Company is doing. That's what we want to stop. Please stop murdering animals for your confections. Stop murdering animals for confections. That's good. Either whether it be a puppet or just a candy, just a sweet for Halloween. Stop. Please stop now. Same in Spanish. Confesión. Yep. Confesión. Of course. So now you know it's confection in English. Piece of cake, right? Piece of cake. Literally, piece of cake could be in confection. Expect one awakes early in rooster sanctuary. <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, I can't wait to get my videos out. It's so hard to edit because the fucking internet doesn't work anywhere. But um, the, the I have some video of roosters. It's really funny because as soon as we came to go see the roosters, they were like, rawr, 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 right in our face. And uh, I thought that was so cute. Like they were just saying hello. There were three roosters together. And they didn't fight. They were having a grand old time. They didn't fight at all. They were having a good time. They liked each other. Byproduct, though. Oh, but what if I'm in the middle of the forest and I find a feather? <laughs> it's not a rights violation, though. Stop using dead animals. Stop using dead animals. Stop using dead animals. It's that easy. Stop using live animals. Stop using dead animals. Stop using animals. What the fuck is the problem here? Why is this so difficult? Why is this so difficult, Danny? Danny, why is it so difficult to not use animals? Well, it's not a rights violation, though. My mommy said I could. No, stop using animals. It's quite simple. It's a simple concept. Go vegan. Stop using animals. Piece of cake. You might have seen that Nobel Prize in Medicine goes to two scientists who worked enable whose work enabled the mRNA vaccines against COVID-19. So what a, what an accomplishment, sure. But it made me think, like, out of all the people who have won Nobel Prizes for medicine, how many do you think 
willfully murdered animals, experimented on them in horrific ways, or anyway, I mean, don't experiment on it. Don't use animals, Danny. Danny, don't use animals, Danny. It's really simple to not use animals, even if you're going to get a Nobel Prize. Don't use animals. It's that simple. I think it's weird that right now what we do is, if you use animals, we'll give you a little cookie. We'll give you a cookie and say, C is for cookie, you fucking murderer. And I think it's so wrong. Here's a medal. Here's a cookie for killing and maiming animals. This is the type of cultural shit we need to stop. I know that like mRNA research was a really big deal. They've been doing it for 20 years before the COVID vaccine came out. They were working on it. I understand that. But you know what? Do you think we could have done some of these things maybe a little bit differently? I mean, and also I don't even know how many animals they used because I know that they did animal testing concurrently with human testing. Uh, we'll never know how many, who were those animal heroes that were eviscerated for our survival? Because by the way, our survival, which was only necessary, the COVID vaccine was only necessary because we were fucking around with animals. Don't use animals is a piece of, it's so simple. Even Danny could figure it out. Danny don't use animals and then we don't have we don't need to have zoonotic pandemics we don't need to have pandemics basically almost ever if we just stop using animals but it came from a lab sky that if it came from a lab that means that they were testing on animals if it came from a wet market that meant they were eating animals no matter what if in a vegan world there would there would have been no covid vac no covid vaccine necessary Looking forward to some nice sanctuary footage. Actually, yeah, it was really fun. It was good. You would, yeah, it was really fun. Barn Sanctuary, it's a famous one. Um, Justina, the one of the ladies, the lady I'm, that I'm traveling with, she volunteered there back in the day. So that was pretty cool. They all knew her. The animals knew her. I know people calling themselves vegans, torturing animals in labs. There you go, Vice M89. What the, what does that mean? How do you call yourself vegan and test on an animal? Well, we'll probably end up giving those people you're talking about nice little medals. Here you go. Pin it right here and put, put it right over my heart. There's a vacancy there. There's a vacancy where my heart's supposed to be. I was testing on animals, calling myself a vegan, walking in the forest. What if I stranded on an island and there's an abandoned beehive? Can I eat the honey? <laughs> what if I'm on Mars and there is... A dead animal that I've never seen before, and there's no other animals. Could I eat the ant? Like, what are you talking about? Why do you need wild? Stop thinking of wild hypotheticals about why you should eat animals and start thinking about wild hypotheticals of how you can protect animals. You can shove your torture juice up your ass. <laughs> your mean, your torture juice. They are hurting themselves. People can't be healthy. With that level of hypocrisy i completely agree jean what is the deal there as possible and practicable though yes that's true you know they put that in there because they didn't want vegans feeling bad for themselves and that's okay like you don't want to feel bad but just try to think of reasons not to use animals first and then but what if i went to an abandoned another planet and there was an abandoned beehive could I eat the honey? Why are you doing that? Just go 
and get whatever the bees were eating. The bees who were there were pollinating something. Eat that. Almost every flower is edible. And um, yeah, it might not taste very good, but you can eat most flowers. Or eat whatever fruit they were pollinating. That might be a good idea. I'm not sure. What else is around there? Is there? Are there any other options? Maybe there is. If there are other options, I would say forego the bee vomit. I don't want to eat the bee vomit. Why would a beehive be filled with why would a beehive be filled with honey? Wait a second. Bees don't abandon their hives. <laughs> Get on your imaginary boat and sail to a grocery store. <laughs> what if you're on a spaceship and 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 Elle McPherson's on the spaceship with you? And she is not sentient, though. Are you allowed to rape Elle McPherson? She's not sentient. Are you allowed to? She's brain dead. Why are you thinking like that? <laughs> what a weird thing to think about. But I want to... What if I'm on a spaceship and Kate Moss is in cryosleep with Naomi Campbell and other supermodels of the 90s then could i like what are you talking about why if if you were a feminist right and we're constantly coming up with ways and hypotheticals where it would be okay to rape a woman you would be called fucking insane but because vegan because vegan logic lifting vegan logic comes up with these crazy ideas of why it's okay to kill animals or use animals, you would be like, why, why is that? Why are you thinking of ways to do that's the, the baseline. The baseline is don't use animals. Don't use animals. It seems simple to me. <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a party. We're all in cryo sleep. <laughs> Everyone's in cryo sleep, but me, but everyone else are, circa 1996 supermodels <laughs> and they're they're from 1990 it's it's them in their 1996 versions there you go it's so dumb to think like that you know you would you, you it would be absurd to call yourself a feminist and then come up with reasons and and circumstances under which it's okay to rape somebody you wouldn't do it they're just You'd be laughed out of the room, and yet these vegan pundits say it all. Say, vegan gains says this shit all the time. Vegan gains always coming up with reasons to kill and use animals. Always somehow comes up with reasons. Stop, stop. <laughs> Why would you do that? Come up with reasons to rape women, and uh, and see what they and see what people say about you. It's just ludicrous. It's the baseline. Please stop using animals. It's that simple. Oh, today in history, the magnificent Suleiman anesthetic ether is used for the first time by American dentist Dr. William Morton, who extracts a tooth in 1846. Think about that. 1846 was the first time someone used anesthesia. Everything before that, no anesthetics. You hurt your back, too bad. You got your tooth pulled, you're doing it. You're doing it solo. You're doing it with all the pain. Yeah, you're getting your head worked on. You're they're they're drilling a hole in your head. That's just a part of it. You're just going to get your head drilled in. That's it. Sorry. And no anesthetics. That's just it. It looks like I my, my 
It says my... Okay, well, we are in the back of a truck. I don't know if we're actually going to get the internet. Oh, internet's back on. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, Deb Thompson. Thank you. Chomp on this stick. Yeah, here's a bit, here's a swig of whiskey. Take a slug of whiskey, soldier. That's what it was like. 1846 today. Take some whiskey. Exactly. <laughs> Take some whiskey, soldier. That sounds like a hell of a party. Um, I mean, for today in history, 1862 minister president of Prussia, Otto von Bismarck, delivers his famous blood and iron speech on the unification of German territories. Blood and iron! He wanted to have the giant German empire. It worked, too. Treaty of Munich signed by Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, Edvard, Edward Daladier, and Neville Chamberlain forces Czechoslovakia to give territory to Germany. Chamberlain infamously declares peace for our time on his return to London. It didn't work out, did it? Chamberlain, he did what was called appease Hitler. I feel like people who are like reasonable vegan are constantly appeasing Hitler. It's always like, well, okay, you can have Czechoslovakia. Don't appease, don't appease carnies. Don't appease them. Don't try to make them feel good. Look at this asshole. Nuremberg trials. I love this. 22, not, Nuremberg trials, I think, are one of my favorite things that ever happened because they could have just hanged all the Nazis, but instead they put them on trial first. And I love a good trial. I think it brings out everything. You get to ask all the questions you need to ask. Everything comes out in a trial and it goes into public record. Trials are, I think, one of the greatest parts of democracy. And every time you hear about a trial not happening, like when they murdered Osama bin Laden, you wonder, what were they hiding? Why did they just go in and kill him? How come they didn't capture him, try him, and kill him? It was same same result, except now we didn't we never got to hear Osama bin Laden's side of the story. And even if you think Osama bin Laden is a horrible, horrible person that deserves to die, don't worry, they were gonna kill him anyway. Wouldn't it have been nice to hear what was his big problem, why he why he bombed America in such a way? And if you think you already know, wouldn't it have been nice to get that into the public record so it would actually be, this is why this happened? I think that would be wonderful. I mean, we were going to kill him anyway, but instead they killed him and dropped him in the ocean. We never got that. 22 Nazi leaders, including Joachim von Ribbentrop and uh, Hermann Göring, were found guilty of war crimes and sentenced to death in prison at the Nuremberg War Trials. There they are, right there. They killed that guy. Uh, some of them killed themselves. Some of them hanged up. I think that might be Goering. I can't know. Some of them killed themselves in prison. Ethernet specifications published by Xerox working with Intel Digital Equipment. Ethernet. Guys, this is a big Ether day. Ether was the first anesthetic. And Ethernet came out today in 1980. I remember Ethernet was so great. People still use Ethernet. Can't get rid of it. Can't get rid of it. Ooh, Zauberflöte. 1791 with German libretto Emmanuel Schikaneder. Schikaneder's uh, Freihaus Theater auf die Wieden in Vienna, Austria. Wow, that's pretty cool. The premiere of Zauberflöte. I have not seen many. I have not seen many operas in person. But when I first moved to Germany, I found out that opera was subsidized by the government and normal people could afford to go. So I was like, I'm going. I want to go to opera. I've never been before. So I got some tickets, went to the opera, and it was incredible. I got to see opera for the first time at the Hanover Opera House, Opernplatz. And uh, it was remarkable. If you haven't seen an opera and you find a way to get a ticket, do it, man. Especially with Salva Flitter. Papageno, 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 Papageno. 
I loved it. Ruth, Babe Ruth's final game today. Whose birthday is it? Buddy Rich. Okay. Truman Capote's birthday. Elie Wiesel, Reinhard Schia, and Jacques Necker. Okay, so Elie Wiesel, of course, was the guy who wrote Night. He was uh, a Nobel laureate because of all the things he did. He wrote about Auschwitz and Buchenwald. He was a really, yeah, famous, uh, famous writer. He wrote Night and Day. Yeah, I, I, I read that La Nuit. I read this in, in uh, junior high English as Night in 1960. He went on to write over 40 books about the Holocaust. He wrote almost exclusively about the Holocaust. Yep. As a teenager, he was a survivor of the Auschwitz and Buchenwald Nazi concentration camps. Um, I always think it's important to remember that there were people who survived and that they were able to tell the tale. Will you be able to tell the tale? What side of history are you going to be on, huh? What side, of, what side of history do you think you'll be on? I don't know. Okay, we have Tiffany Darvish, Jacob Sartorius, Jana Novotna, and Sting. It's Sting's birthday. Great. Groucho Marx? It's Groucho Marx's birthday? Groucho Marx is one of my favorites. We killed them humanely. They could have died horribly. We did them a favor. Of course they did. Yeah. We did it humanely and efficiently, and uh, and and they worked for us. What were they supposed to do? What what else would that that we they, we gave them value to their lives? That's what they said. The movie Judgment at Nuremberg with Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy is an incredible actor. Yep, that was great. I went to operas a few times. It was amazing. Go to the operas in Moldova. Awesome. Who does it? Of course you've got it. You know what? This VFF crew. Everyone here is a wonderful human. So uh, famous birthdays, we also have Mahatma Gandhi, Groucho Marx, Bud Abbott, who is Abbott and Costello, Coco the Clown, but um, Paul von Hindenburg, he was a leader. Richard III, who, my horse, my horse, my kingdom for a horse. Richard III ripped apart from the battlefield. He was torn asunder, ripped from all parts of his body, and then they couldn't put him back together. Humpty Dumpty, they called him Humpty Dumpty. And he had a big fall, and all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Richard III back together again. Groucho Marx is my favorite comedian of all time. I actually have Groucho Marx glasses that I've been wearing on this trip as a joke. You might have seen it on Instagram, me wearing them. Of course, Mahatma Gandhi, a problematic person who changed the world. But guess what? All people are problematic, and that's just how it goes, I suppose. Sting isn't vegan. I don't know who Jenna Novotna is it. I don't know who D Tiffany Darwish is. Is Tiffany Darwish vegan? Who is Tiffany Darwish? Is Tiffany Darwish vegan? She isn't exactly vegan nor vegetarian. So I don't even know who she is. So who cares? Is Sting vegan? I don't think Sting is vegan. Sting vegan? No, he's a strict macrobiotic, not a regular vegetarian. Strict macrobiotic. So there you go. These jerks. I don't even know who Jonah. Who's this one? Jonah Novit. Who's this? Jonah Novotna. She's dead. Oh, Wimbledon. She died. Okay. Um, Thomas Muster. Who's he? Uh, another tennis player. Not these tennis players. Who's Jacob Sartorius? Who is he? He wrote the fame social media apps like TikTok. Okay, let's find out. Is 
Joseph Sartorius vegan? I haven't found anything about him. Let's see. Is he vegan? No. He drinks a protein shake every morning and works out and does his breath work. He drinks... Uh, he doesn't care if people call him a vegan. He's been seen drinking non-vegan beer while performing. He also has a TikTok video about vegan snacks. So is he vegan or not? He says he's vegan. Some people say he's vegan. Some say, people say he's not. Okay, so I don't know who this kid is, but he's a Disney fuck, so I don't I don't know about him. What do you do? You know about him? I don't know about him. Homing pigeons averages a record 103 kpph. Kph. All right. Anybody cool die? Rock Hudson died. Marcel Duchamp wearing fur in this picture. One of the greatest artists of our time. Marcel Duchamp signed a urinal and said, "This is the new Mona Lisa." And uh, now you can, if sometimes you'll see Marcel Duchamp's piece. Uh, I think he called it the fountain, but he signed a urinal and called it uh he was into like absurdist surrealist art pretty cool stuff it's pretty cool stuff vegan gaze is here vegan gaze do you want to play name that trait vegan gaze <laughs> do you want to play name that trait with me it's all the rage these days have you heard everybody's talking about it it's the new gaming sensation that's sweeping the nation everyone talks about name that trait I've been saying that I didn't like name that trait for ages, and now all of a sudden everyone is arguing about it. No one ever listens to me, vegan gaze. How do you do it? Everyone listens to you. Ah, sigh. <laughs> Nam treat. I think I, I think I've seen you play that game though. I think I've seen you play that game, vegan gaze. You beautiful, wonderful human. I think I've seen you do it. Please name that trait. What is the trait? about what is the trait of vegan what is the trait of lifting vegan logic that makes him always want to build crazy hypotheticals to create circumstances imaginary circumstances under which it would be okay to murder use or or potentially exploit any 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 animal why what is the trait <laughs> I has the morally significant difference, which is essentially entity. Yes, I know you do, and I love you. I think you do a wonderful job. I am not. I'm, I hope that everyone realizes I'm just having fun. It's a morning. It's a pre-shift. That's all. It's just a morning pre-shift. Think about it. If, if Groucho Marx wasn't able to have fun, we wouldn't. You know, we'd be we'd be fucked. Groucho Marx, known for his master of quick wit, his rapid fire, and often and prompt delivery of innuendo, laden patter. He's one of my favorite artists ever. And Bud Abbott was the straight man. He was the straight man for Abbott and Costello. His performance in the role was such that Groucho Marx called him the greatest straight man ever. Yeah, there you go. Groucho Marx is actually referenced in this one about this guy. Yeah, he was the straight man. I always thought that Dean Martin was the best straight man, but what can I say? Cheeky morning pre-shift. It's cheeky. It's cheeky. I'm in the back of a fucking box truck. I'm in the back of a box truck in front of the University of Michigan with a with a MiFi trying to do this because I made a I made a deal. I made a I made a commitment. Please name the trait that is present or lacking in wacky hypotheticals that justifies not using them to derail the conversation away from the actual victim. <laughs> 
Oh my God. I think it's so funny that I've been talking about this hypothetical thing for so long. And now all of a sudden I'm getting like evil emails about it. Like, how dare you say that? Oh, you, we should all kill predators. And that's the other thing this week, this last week was all about how, uh, lifting vegan logic is actually vegan even though he's telling people it's okay to use animals and that uh and that vegan gains is right for saying that we should kill predators that was that was what all last week was about i got just tons of emails about this stuff and um i think it's weird i think it's weird man why can't don't use animals it's that easy mm-hmm <laughs> Everyone needs a straight man every now and then, John. Indeed, you do need them because uh, or else what's the clown? There's no clown without a straight man. How long till people are trying to buy sea creatures from Europa to eat or do experiments on them? How long? I mean, shit, isn't it happening already? What do you mean how long until that happens? Are you talking about are you talking about like the uh, octop- the octopuses who are in um, who are being farmed in Spain? Is that what you're talking about? I love it. I want to. Uh, I, I think that I think that people need to be talking about the farm. I think it's. I love that people care about the octopuses because because they're smart mollusks, and there are other mollusks that people care about. But it's like it's so speciesist to be like I care about I care about the the fucking I care about the octopuses, but screw the oysters, screw the snails, screw all the other mollusks, the slugs. It's just, it's just so laughable, you know, the moon, we've not been there yet, but we could go. We, what do you mean? We haven't been there yet. We've been to the moon. What do you mean? We haven't been to the moon. (laughs) Just ask Elon. Elon, Elon's going to put, so, so there's this, so check this out yesterday. Um, the guys, some of the some of the people I'm traveling with went to go get tattoos at this tattoo parlor called Lucky Monkey in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And okay, you see that cat? That cat is called Double Trouble. And he's got like he's got electrodes in his head. And they what they did, they put screeching sonar in his head. His name's Double Trouble. And the other other ones did that, but they rescued Double Trouble didn't make it. He's dead. He's he's he didn't do well. And um they put sonar and in hearing aids on him and then poisoned his ears so that he couldn't hear and then tried to see if he could still find his way around with the sonar blasting in his head just to see like which part of his brains lit up anyway it's a horrible horrible thing that happened it was a kitty um they were doing a trap and release kind of adoption thing for cats and you could like bottle feed cats and do all these things at the tattoo parlor and the tattoo parlor would was doing flash you could do 80 dollar cat tattoos and i thought man if i could get a double trouble i'm doing it it'd be so cool to get a double 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 trouble tattooed on me because i think it's such a cool story and i think it's such uh he's he's he is such a a symbol of what humanity has done to animals just because we can let's drill holes in cat skulls drill holes in cat skulls and then put sonar in them and make them deaf 
so that we can just find out what's what. I feel like, well, if you find the cat abandoned in the woods, is that okay? Because I got I got to talking to somebody who was pro-animal testing when I was at Wayne State and had a fascinating conversation with them. And he says, well, you know, it used to be we can just get animals from the kill shelters. And rather than kill them, we would give the animals some use. And we can't do that anymore. So now we have to buy animals. And that costs more money. And then also makes us have to um, buy different species of animals like monkeys. And I'm like, well, a monkey or a rat, I don't think it's right to kill either of them. And he's like, okay, but we could, all those animals are going to die anyway they are part of a system of trap that like they've, they've become trash. And so isn't that the same argument? If you find a cat abandoned, are you allowed to do laboratory tests on that animal? They're going to die anyway. We're going to put them in a gas chamber anyway. Why not do tests on them? And you know what? Today, Nuremberg trials, huh? Wasn't there someone at the Nuremberg, Mengel and Göring, they were into that same shit. Well, we're going to kill the Jews anyway. We're going to put them in gas chambers. Why not test on them? Give them some value in life, some use. And it's like the evil shit people come up with because they're, they're, they're assigning a value to somebody. That is that is like the pinnacle of evil. It's the pinnacle of evil. And I don't care if it's a, a feather or a shell or anything. I don't want any piece of an animal to be a commodity ever because it always has resulted in the past of, uh, in exploitation. I don't think that's a difficult thing, guys. Anyway, I wanted to get a tattoo of Double Trouble. So I started like go going into um, Ideogram and trying to find all these cool ones. So I'll show you. I tried to get, they used to sell animals in pounds to laboratories. Yeah, of course, into, yeah, that's what they did. They sold animals in pounds to laboratories. Yeah, and, and the scientists are lamenting that they can't do it that way anymore. They're lamenting the fact they can't do that anymore. Zebra fish embryos were being tested with caffeine and wet warfarin. I don't know what that is. Um, they found it causes facial deformation. They could have just asked me and I'd have told them it was a bad idea. I mean, it all goes back to oven cleaner for me. We clean ovens with it. There's no reason to put oven cleaner in a fucking rabbit's eyeball because they want. Why would you put oven cleaner in a rabbit's eyeball to find out if it's bad for your eyeball? We clean ovens with it. It's clearly bad for your eyes. No, we got to find out. We got to find out. We got to put it in the rabbit's eyeballs to make sure it's bad for your eyes so that we can put a warning label on the oven cleaner to not put it in your eye. I wanted to get a tattoo of Double Trouble. This is evil. Poor Double Trouble. Yeah, he looks like this. And the, the shirt says... Uh, it's not the cat who needs his head examined. It's not it's not the cat that needs his head examined. It's every person calling themselves vegan who thinks that it's okay to use animals. <laughs> I, I'm never gonna let it go. I'm sorry. I tried I tried to let it go and then it keeps getting bigger, so why not? I'm I am i am leaning in, baby. Is that animal trafficking? Yeah, it's slavery. It's called slavery, I think. 
Oh, Europa and Moon from German Jupiter. Got it. One that has potential life is interesting and all. I just wonder how long into I see what you mean, stupid vegan world. Sorry, I thought you meant like the real Europa. I, I heard about that the that Europa, the moon, would actually have life on it, but who knows how fascinating it might be cool. I hope we're not testing on them. But of course we will. We'll dissect them and do all sorts of horrible things to any animal we find there. Everyone is going to die anyway. That's a dumb argument. I say that. I've been saying that from the beginning. People are like, well, the animals are going to die anyway. We might as well turn them into hamburgers. Well, we're going to die anyway. You want to turn, you want, should we turn you into a hamburger? Well, lifting vegan logic would say, well, you know, as long as you're dead already, you could do whatever you want. It's not a rights violation. So why not? <laughs> so fucking stupid. They used to sell animals. Yes. Using, using a, a abalone is baloney. Using selfish is selfish. I like it. Abalone is now almost is going extinct in places where abalone was part of a uh, country's major uh, eco economies. Now abalone is uh, going away. We might not, we might not, we might see a world with no abalone. You wouldn't have to clean your oven so much if you didn't cook animals in it. Ooh, that's a fact. Yeah, that's true. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, it's funny. So I used to own a restaurant and there we had to install this like it was so ridiculous it was the, one of the most expensive things i ever bought in my life it was a three-story piece of steel that was injected into a building by a crane and there was a big giant hood on top and then we had the hood for the for the restaurant over the ovens and, and stoves so you're supposed to get them cleaned i think every 90 days and so our first 90 days they're like yeah we didn't have to do anything and it's like yeah because we don't cook animals here you don't you barely need to do anything because we don't cook animals here we don't have fat dripping off of our dripping off of everything rendered fat from animals you're absolutely right you wouldn't have to do that what is an abalone an abalone is a it's a it's a shellfish that sticks on the sides of underground underwater cliffs and um yeah like big they're big meaty abalone uh giant shells yeah, they're almost gone though. They're uh, uh, we did a report. We were reading about it recently, a couple maybe last month. There's there's uh, there's whole countries that are losing their economies because they relied so heavily on the abalone population, and now the abalone population is so overfished they're not getting any. So they're they're disappearing, and they're so small now because they can only find little ones. They used to be very very. They're big. They're massive. They're bigger than your head. Yeah sea life did i say sea i thought hope i said sea life i don't know what i said i think i said i like i always try to say sea life instead of seafood sorry if i didn't rp's favorite meal yeah they're they're a mollusk there's a, a, a shell any 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 seashell animal is uh, open game to certain vegans quote unquote vegans i think it's bullshit anyway so i wanted to show you this thing that i was messing around with these uh in ai I thought it was so cool. I was trying to get tattoo designs of Double Trouble with the with the <laughs> with the. Uh, I thought they came out really cool. And then there were a couple others. I thought they were cool because they're not as brutal as like the as reality, but you can still tell that he's a the test subject. You know, I like this one a lot. 
yeah, I thought these were great. What do you think? Should we get a should I get a double trouble double trouble tattoo? I don't even like cats that much, but I think that it'd be such a cool thing, such a great symbol of. I just wanted a V with a circle tattooed. I need to get a vegan tattoo, right? But I thought that the idea of double trouble would be kind of a cooler story to tell, like what happened to double trouble and everything. You did say see live. I was just emphasizing. Thank you, Deb Thompson. Deb Thompson, you're the best. Well, guys, um, we need to do an affirmation at GTFO. I said selfish. Okay, 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 okay. Never heard of them. Abalone sounds like some kind of Italian sausage. <laughs> Abalone. They're like, um, yeah, here they are. I'll show you a picture of them now. Share this. Here's what they look like. Abalone. They're very meaty animals. Look at they. They got. That's them prepared. They have this like sucker uh, thing that they like a like a snail side, and they stick to the sides of cliffs and stuff. Here's here's how you see them in the in the wild. You basically usually see these big shells on the beach that have been just like the dead ones. So sometimes you'll find these shells on the beach, and you're like, oh, abalone shells. But when people eat them, they're usually yeah, their shells are actually quite pretty too. They've got, they're really a uh, nacre, I think they call it, with the the shiny mother of pearl inside. So you can pull it if you find them on the ocean, on the on the beach. Sometimes people find them and they'll chip away that part and make jewelry out of it. Um, but of course, because if you're oh, but wait a second, Sky, did you just say did you say that you could walk around the beach and find dead animals and make jewelry out of them? No. In fact, I'm against that because when you – this is this is a perfect fucking example. I don't know why I didn't think about this before. If you're walking along the beach and you find an abalone shell and then you make jewelry out of that abalone shell, what you're doing is reinforcing the idea that an animal is an object for you to – well, objectify, but to commodify. You are – Entering that animal into our economic system. But how, Sky? What if you're just going to wear the ring yourself? You've made something out of an animal and used an animal as means to your ends rather than respecting them as ends in and of themselves. That is how respect for animal life works. They are not means to our ends. It's I don't I don't know how to make it even any more fucking simpler. Like Am I the only one who's read Tom Regan? Am I the only one, for God's sake? Am I the only one who needs to be talking about this shit? Like, how are other vegan YouTube channels missing this idea? Don't use animals. What about the abalone shell that was dead and washed up on shore? Don't use it. Don't use that poor animal's shell. Throw it back in the ocean. It's none of your business. Leave it be. Do not use animals. Because what has happened... Because what happens is, let me tell you, in Mexico, they have little kids that they send all over the beach to try to find shells, and they'll pick them up and they'll pay them money for the shells so they can make jewelry out of it, out of them. Then meanwhile, there's a giant fishing industry that goes out and collects shells and sells them, makes jewelry out of them. Why? 
<laughs> I thought respecting someone implied shooting them and taking pictures of their corpse. Well, what vice am Oxig? Only if only if they're predators, you're allowed to kill them now, right? Isn't that isn't that what Vegan Gain says? You're allowed to kill predators and take pictures with them? Is the tattoo person using vegan ink? Yes. We looked at that, but I, I don't think we're going to be able to go to get a vegan. I, I, I don't know if it's even going to be possible to ever get a tattoo on this journey because there's never enough time. It takes so much time to like get a custom tattoo and talk to a person and do all that shit. So who knows if it's actually going to happen. But a boy can dream, can't he? Can't a boy dream? I like to think of things. Affirmation time is only for vegans. Exactly. Why would you do that? Would you, would you, would we do that form a human skeleton? Of course not. If you found a human skeleton, you would respect this, the remains of the human. That's it. It's so, it's just like respect that their personhood. And the truth is, if you did use human bones for it, it would be creepy. And that's where I want it to be like, oh, it's creepy to use animal shells for your own. I want it to be fucking wrong. Bury them. There you go. Historically, from ground up minerals and carbon found in natural environment, most modern tattoos often, yeah, contain modern industrial metallic, blah, 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 vegetable-based pigments. Yeah, I know, man. You think I don't do my research, man? I ain't fucking around. All right. Last thing today. All right. This is your vegan affirmation from behind, a, uh, from, the, from the back of a truck. From the back of a pita truck i'm gonna it doesn't get much more i it doesn't get more it doesn't get much more vegan than this guys uh this is now officially the most vegan youtube channel i am filming <laughs> i am broadcasting to you from literally the back of a box truck owned by pita here we go <laughs> i only include things in my life that support my happiness man that's something that we all need to work on. I only support things. I only include things in my life that support my happiness. Damn. If it doesn't bring joy, happiness, or support to my life, it's out. Then that's how I feel about carnies. They're not bringing joy or happiness or support in my life. You're out. You're out. If you're not bringing joy, happiness, and support in my life, carny, get out of my life. I don't want any carnies because you know what? It's, it's tremendously difficult for a carny to bring joy joy happiness or support to my life they can barely do it they can't even stop getting they can't even stop shoveling corpses into their bloody mouths how can they how can they bring joy happiness or support to my life get out uh it's time to do a little spring cleaning and let go of whatever or whoever interesting is no longer serving me to make space for my highest good goodbye baggage hello happiness <clears throat> That's great. That's a good one. I recommend, I highly recommend calling all of your carny friends a day and ask them, hey, are you able to bring joy, happiness, or support in my life? Go vegan. If not, get out. Get out of my life. That's my, I'm not saying you have to. I'm not one of those guys saying everyone's got to do like me. But you know what? <laughs> For all the trouble I've had for having fewer friends because I only want to talk to vegans. I am happier with those friends. I am happier with those people in my life that I am, um, that I call my close friends because they're vegan. I have very few left, very few left that are not vegan. 
very few. You forgot your balaclava? <laughs> I should be wearing a balaclava. Starts my day off right. Thank you. Getting ready to bring a car full of activists to an action in Denver. Here's doing activism day. Thank you for doing activism today. Rock and roll. You know, um, I'll be in Denver towards the end of October. So hopefully we'll get to see you there, uh, being a knave. I hope you plan on it. Uh, that'd be really rad. Joy vampires. Exactly. Get rid of them. Uh, according to ChatGPT, picking up a feather isn't considered using an animal. It also doesn't. <laughs> it also doesn't believe it contradicts vegan principles. Well, ChatGPT needs to learn some things. ChatGPT does all sort has said all sorts of crazy things. Think about all the times we've asked ChatGPT right here on this channel about using animal feathers to decorate Big Bird. Uh, is that wrong? It, ask Ask ChatGPT if it's okay to wear secondhand leather. ChatGPT doesn't know everything. ChatGPT is great at helping you write. It's not great at finding answers for things. So I asked if you find a feather and if others see it being used for purposes, sends that message using animal parts is no for good. So a vegan could see it as using animals. People standing near the truck wondering why they're here. Yelling. I, I keep on thinking that because I can hear people walking by and I think people could hear <laughs> me yelling inside the truck. He said, well, picking up a naturally shed feather from the ground doesn't involve direct harm to animals. Some vegans may choose to avoid using any animal-dried materials to send a broader message about normalizing the use of animal parts. What do you know? ChatGPT is almost there. Truth is, veganism isn't just about rights violations and suffering. It's also about respecting all tribes of Earth. Not responding to what humans have written, it doesn't actually think. That's true. Good luck, vegan knave. Hopefully, no one will like have one dude playing guitar. Well, guys, <clears throat> thank you, thank you to everyone who um, who tipped today. Uh, I start feeling like vegan gays with all this love and respect from all of you. Thank you to all of you who are on um, Patreon, everyone who's a channel member, and also to everybody who helped with the GoFundMe to send me to California. That was a wonderful experience. That I was. I, I'll never forget that I'll never forget that there was a time when I had a U, I have a YouTube channel and my YouTube VFFs came together and sent me to California so I could be on the animal rights panel. I'll never forget it. I will never forget that my rest of my life on my deathbed. I will remember that. So thank you to all of you. I appreciate you so much. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that uh, small confection, our small vegan confection today. I hope you enjoyed that tiny morsel, this little confection. If you did, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber at vegan, of course, dot, 
uh, at bitchon.com slash vegan of course or veganofcourse.net we sell some badass t-shirts one says don't use animals i think that's the best fucking shirt i ever made because it's quite a simple message don't use animals thank you guys don't use animals is there anything else if you oh yeah if you're in michigan today and you're anywhere near the university of michigan please come by check it out i'm doing a I'm, I'll, I'll send you to mars with my alien friends and they'll see if you have any empathy to see if you will understand how animals are treated be on the other side of the scalpel anyway illegitimate non-carborundum from the back of a van from the back of a box truck in uh, in michigan <laughs> in ann arbor michigan what the hell is this life illegitimate non-carborundum don't let the bastards drag you down i need you uh we need each other and uh and the animals especially need you so keep going vegans thank you